have another person, Dr. Kidablo, who has a wealth of information with respect to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the family because he was his psychiatrist and he lived with him for three months and he wanted me to help him become a whistleblower. They will now realize how he loses three different laptops. So very quickly, I have a copy, the originals with the FBI, it's probably at the bottom of the Christina River in Wilmington. But I have a copy of the original. The second one, obviously, was in Keith Ablo's possession, which was then impounded during the DEA raid and sent back to Hunter's attorney, George Maceiras. And then the third one you alluded to was based on Hunter's own admission to a prostitute in January of 2019 that a third a third laptop was, steal, was stolen by Russian drug dealers in a fiasco in Vegas in the summer of 2018. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have two high-level whistleblowers joining the program. This is an incredible bombshell interview. I'm talking to Brad Birkenfeld, who I've interviewed in the past. He is the whistleblower who exposed UBS Bank and ended up being the highest paid whistleblower in U.S. history. But he had to spend two years in prison, and it was just a nightmare for him. And we talked about it quite a bit in length in past interviews. But now he works with whistleblower organizations and helps whistleblowers come forward. But I also have Garrett Ziegler, who worked in the White House under Peter Navarro and has a copy of the Hunter Biden laptop. His organization, which you can find at MarcoPoloUSA.org, has gone through this laptop in detail. And him and his organization has put together a book that is really thick. It's like over 600 pages long. And it's ready. It's at attorney general level, meaning it's court ready. They can use this document to be able to prosecute Joe Biden. According to him, there are seven federal offenses they can prosecute Joe Biden for. It is very thorough. It's very detailed. It's it's an encyclopedia of everything that's been on the Biden laptop. And as we go through, we just, I'm learning more and more things. There's more than likely three laptops out there. I bet you there's more than that because Hunter Biden lost his cell phone 57 times. So every time he loses his laptop, he probably gets another one and they're all over. So we talk about this and you're going to learn a lot in this interview. I recommend if you're really interested in learning, I think attorney generals all over the country need this. In fact, he sent it to all of Congress, all the White House, and anybody else who needs this should get a copy of this book. He only has 3,000 of them, and I believe a 1,000 are already gone. So they're not going to be around for long. But I really highly recommend that if you're in a position where you can make use of this information. You definitely need to get this book. We need to clean out our government system. We have a criminal in the White House. I mean, everybody talks about all these other presidents being criminals, you know, and Trump is always being accused of being a criminal. But this guy, there has never been in USA history anything like we see on Joe Biden. And 
the crooked media is covering it up. And I think now with all this information coming out, they won't be able to. So anyways, I think this is a good interview. Go to marcopolousa.org if you want uh, to buy a copy of this book. It's only $39. That includes shipping. It helps support their organization. They need this support because they're going after these guys and they're providing real information. We are bombarded with disinformation and these guys are an antidote to that because it's real, it's true, they have the evidence, and you can trust what they have because they verify everything that they have. So it's a really great source. Before you get into that, I want to remind you to go to my website at sarahwestall.com. Please sign up for my newsletter. It's the best way to keep up on everything I do, including the articles that I write and I post. Also, while you're there, look at the coupons I have. I have a coupon for Defy Time for 20% off. And through the 6th of this month, December 6th, you can save another 20%. So it's a 40% savings on the Defy Time. I'm Tila Mirror Lengtheners. It's the best time to get it. Plus, there's still a 10% off for Zelenko's Z Stack and his Z Detox. So please use that too. It's the best time to buy these things while you have those discount coupons. Okay. And also, one last thing be sure to subscribe to my channel. I'm trying to grow my subscribers. I had over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube back in 2020 when they deleted me. And that was after a whole year of them you know, suppressing my ability to get any new subscribers. So I'm really looking or really hoping I can get more subscribers on these, these platforms. So if you aren't subscribed yet, please push that subscribe button. And let's get into this really good conversation with Brad Birkenfeld and Garrett Ziegler. Brad, welcome back to the program. And Garrett, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, Sarah. Thank you. Well, people may recall that, Brad, you are the, you've been paid the biggest amount as a banking whistleblower in U.S. history because it actually went through after being jailed for a couple of years and dealing with everything you had to deal with. They finally realized what you were saying was true, and it was the UBS uh, lawsuit. Um, it was a very big deal back at the uh, in the day. And I'll put a link to our original interview. But, Garrett, you and, and Brad just you know, got hold of me and said, I really need to bring you on for an interview. And then also Brad has a lot to add here too, but you've been, you have access to Biden's laptop. And first of all, before we get into all this stuff, how the heck did you get access to his laptop to the degree that you had access? Cause you've looked at every line of that left Hunter Biden's laptop. Yes, I went through all 129,000 emails and all of the document formats from a couple of the Excel documents, Hunter didn't do much work, so there weren't many Excel documents, but I've went <laughs> on there, and I got it through, um, through Rudy Giuliani, actually. I, with my former boss, Peter Navarro, worked on preparing an election fraud report for the president, and through that, I got to know Rudy's staff, and so after I left the White House, I was able to secure a copy of it. Um, and, you know, we can't post all of the contents because there's a lot of nudity and there are a lot of social security numbers. Hunter has the operational security of a 16-year-old boy. 
Um, and so basically, somebody can't just upload the entire thing to the internet. A lot of people have asked for that. But we have done as much as possible in the way of exposure by blurring out the genitalia and, include, and including everything else. So I got it through Rudy Giuliani, and of course, he got it directly from the laptop shop owner. It's an unbelievable story, and that's why the left has had some success in saying, who leaves their laptop, especially if his dad's running for president? It's an incredible thing, but he did, actually, and it's totally him, and he hasn't even denied it. So I got it through Rudy, and I've just kept chiseling. You know, I'm the young guy in the room, and I kept playing with the Rubik's Cube and putting it in a format, I think, where people can understand. It's written in about a 10th grade reading level. Well, that's excellent. And, you know, Go ahead. You know, Sarah, just to add to uh, what Garrett mentioned and why it's very important that we're both on your show here for your audience to understand is that I also had almost access to another one of Hunter Biden's laptops through Dr. Keith Abloh the psychiatrist who Hunter lived with for three months back in 2018. So when these two stars collide, Brad and Garrett, you begin to realize, wait a minute, there's a lot more information here that can be um, investigated and, and pursued because in fact, you have another person, Dr. Keith Ablo, who has a wealth of information with respect to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the family because he was his psychiatrist and he lived with him for three months and he wanted me to help him become a whistleblower. So just to lay the foundation here so your audience understands why is Mr. Birkenfeld and Mr. Ziegler together here. And that's that's a big part of it. Plus, we're we're in pursuit of um, uh, transparency and accountability here. Well, thank you, Brad, because I wasn't sure how much I could talk about with that. So I'm going to let you lead a little bit. I know that there is some investigation going on with that. And so I want you to lead a little bit on how far we can go with um, exposing it without putting you at risk or without putting the investigation at risk. And I, I know that there's two laptops, which one you, the second one you just referred to, and then supposedly there's a third one, you know, and it kind of makes sense because once you drop off a laptop, you need another laptop to do your job, right? But Correct. then why is there a third one? What's in this third one? But each one is just a continuation, it sounds like, of what his normal everyday life is about. Well, I, th I think Garrett can probably um, um, uh, delineate more on that issue because he went through his laptop in great detail over an 18-month period. But think of it logically. This is a person, uh, Hunter Biden and his family, was traveling around the world, meeting all kinds of people in Russia, in, in Ukraine, in China, and so on and so forth. So you can only imagine the amount of content, emails, memos, contracts, bank transfers, so on and so forth. So just for your audience to get their arms around this beast. It is uh, quite a beast, and, and Garrett's done a fabulous job. But what's more interesting and more compelling is, is that the media not only did not want to publish my book back in 2016, uh, but yet they don't want to publish Garrett's book out there, which he has successfully just completed, and he can elaborate on that. So it's interesting that both of us have critical amount of information that the public needs and demands. And the very fact is that certain groups have blocked us, tried to undermine us, and we just, we went around them. We circumvented them to make sure that we could do that. Hence is why we're on your show right now talking about it, because we want your audience to understand the truth and ask questions. And that's a healthy debate. That's right. Now, let me ask you, there was a book called Laptop from Hell, 
And now how much is missing from that book? Because that has gotten a lot of publicity, but it sounds like you have so much more than what really was included in that book. So Miranda has been great to us. I reached out to Miranda about, I did not know her from Eve. And of course, I didn't know Brad from Adam. Just backing up real quick, 30 seconds. I called Brad out of the blue and we didn't know each other previously. I called him in January of 2022 because I was doing all of this research, preparing to write this report. And I came across Brad's book because in the second edition, there was a snippet about this Keith Ablo situation, something I never read before. And there's a picture of Keith Ablo and Hunter Biden smoking a cigarette in Newburyport, Massachusetts. So I found Brad's contact information. I call her up and I said, we're doing this dossier. Please tell me everything you know about, about Keith Hamblow. And it's just been, it's been wonderful from there because there's another figure, Walt Pablo involved, uh, righteously. And this whole story about Keith wanting to become a whistleblower and then getting cold feet and then wanting money, it doesn't paint a good picture on Keith. We'll say that, but <laughs> it doesn't, no. yeah, somebody who would, who, you know, wouldn't do the right thing unless they got paid for it. But this this whole thing, you know, Hunter, based on his own email inbox over a four year period, lost his iPhone 57 times. This is somebody <laughs> who is hopelessly addicted to crack cocaine. And once you accept that fact, you know, it's a fact whether you accept it or not. But once somebody accepts that, even a liberal, they will now realize how he loses three different laptops. So very quickly. I have a copy, the originals with the FBI. It's probably at the bottom of the Christina River in Wilmington. But I have a copy of the original. The second one, obviously, was in Keith Ablo's possession, which was then impounded during the DEA raid and sent back to Hunter's attorney, George Maceiras. And then the third one you alluded to was based on Hunter's own admission to a prostitute in January of 2019 that a third a third laptop was, steal, was stolen by Russian drug dealers in a fiasco in Vegas in the summer of 2018. But once you understand iCloud and realize that all this content's being synced across devices, it's it's insane. That means there's a laptop out there based on if we're to believe Hunter, which is an assumption, there's a third laptop out there held by a Russian national that will have some new information, some new information. Wow. And was- there's probably a fourth one. <laughs> If the third one was lost, then he had got a fourth one because he has to work. Okay, so yeah, that's right. Okay, well, it sounds like probably the other laptops pretty much have what the first laptop has on it, just more of it, I would would assume. It may be, you know, different, but more of it. There may be, there's other smoking guns, but the smoking guns that are in that first laptop are so overwhelming, so over the top that this is way enough to... (laughs) <laughs> to open an investigation and to end this. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, Kate, we wrote this report because we believe that the district or the U.S. attorney in Delaware wasn't doing his job completely, and he was slow walking the investigation. So well, our was. focus entirely is on Joe. It has always been about Joe. If Joe weren't Hunter's dad, this would this would be a, a six-month investigation instead of an 18-month one. But we wanted to go through each and every single document we found at the very least this is a conservative estimate sarah meaning we had to have two pieces of corroborating evidence to support that uh, one of these violations there are 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations on this device and we oh my gosh okay seven seven felonies involving joe from the foreign agent registration act to tax evasion and to using non-public information for financial gain which is 
uh, in this in the code of federal regulations. Yeah, and we have have we ever had a president who's had this much bad, you know, uh, stuff on him? I mean, Not this is incredible. Source material. We've never. That's why. Well, like Brad was saying, Sarah, the amount of raw data, over 200 gigabytes on this copy of a laptop I have, the, in, in, in American history, there's never been this much primary source material about a sitting first family, right? Maybe after the fact, when their presidential libraries opened, uh, official biographers, professors will go in there and just scour everything. Like my cousin, this is my family's lone claim to political relevance my cousin was nixon's press secretary and that every single document that he produced in the white house been, has been poured over mostly I'm sure professors. he was one of the few people to not get in trouble from watergate because he didn't even know but he was on the chopper at san clemente after his resignation and i only met him once and one of the things he said is you know every single thing you write in the white house is recorded so maybe in 30 years somebody will write something more comprehensive than this, but I, I challenge your readers to find something more, you know, 640 pages, something more comprehensive about somebody in office. And we, we see that he's, he's putting his crack addict son in situations where he knows he'll fall off the wagon. Yes. And to add to that, Sarah, what uh, Garrett just said, what's critical here for people to understand is Joe Biden has repeatedly stated falsely that he had no conversations, no interactions with his son whatsoever. Uh, he traveled on Air Force Two multiple times as vice president and arranged meetings and so on and so forth. And Garrett has done a wonderful job of delineating that in that 640-page dossier, which I think is really critical for people to understand a third grader could indict Joe Biden and the, and the first family. Because what you have here is... Don't come back to us and try and give them a sweetheart deal now that they've given you all the evidence to show what they've done. It's been too long for that. You could have come in before and made a plea deal. There should be no plea deal now, none whatsoever, because this is so egregious, number one. And number two, the lies are all the way from Joe Biden down. That is the most troubling thing of all, that we cannot trust Joe Biden. He's a liar. That he proven. is a liar. Okay, yes. he's a proven liar. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what you have, because Miranda Devine, the laptop from hell, was was really gave people a good idea of what's in it. But you have way more, and then Brad, you have the psychiatrist. So I want to talk about both of those elements, Garrett. What do you have that, and maybe this will overlap with what she has, but then I want to go farther. What do you have that's most important that people need to know? And I know it's so deep and you can go forever, but what do you have? And then I want to talk about what you have that Miranda didn't expose. So what's the most important stuff is in there? Well, very good question. At its base, Miranda and I had a different mission. She is a better writer than me. Obviously, she's been a columnist for 25 years. And so what her book did was put this story in a long form column format. But what our report did is put the primary source materials in the document. So we don't say that Jeff Cooper. So for example, her book talks about this guy named Jeff Cooper, who's sitting probably 50 minutes from me here in Edwardsville, Illinois. He's one of Biden's longtime cronies. Um, he is talking to Hunter about his dad drumming up business with Carlos Slim, who is at that point in time, the richest man on planet earth. This is in 2014. He's Mexican. He's a Mexican oligarch. Yeah. Uh, who, who had an account at UBS in Geneva, Switzerland, by the way. Yep. 
So yeah, which we talked about in the past. So our report. So Miranda talks about this very flowery, very well written. I recommend it to everybody. I want everybody to read both, but we put the text messages in there, right? So our mission was to write a report that a U.S. subcommittee, uh, a subcommittee of the U.S. Congress would release. Hers is a book, and so they're 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 complementary, right? There's nothing that she put in the, her book that we left out. <laughs> it's just a much more, you know, her book's about a, a 200 pages. Ours is 644. And um, ours has all- Yours the, can be used in court, right? I mean, yours is a court-ready document. Ours was written uh, at the level of a U.S. attorney. In fact, uh, former U.S. attorneys have contacted me out of the blue. One of them is from Utah. He's on Fox News somewhat, and said this is a phenomenal document because- I quote I quote the emails. So we literally circle the e- nothing is opinion. And the little bit of analysis that we add, Sarah, is delineated as explicitly as such. Meaning No. Go ahead. I was I, gonna say now Miranda got all that information from you then, right? Did you guys no, work closely? No. In fact, I didn't the only the only time I reached out to her was after her book was released thanking her for talking about one of the people in this in this laptop James Gillier. So there is a lot of talk about this email Sarah and Brad about 10% 10 held by H for the big guy. That's been all over international news. That email was written by a British expat who is the leading economic advisor to the ruling family of the UAE, Al Nahyans. And we dug into that guy Nobody had even found a picture of him. The Daily Mail, all these international papers wouldn't do the hard research and like hire a PI to go find a picture of him. We looked for two months and finally found six pictures of this guy. And uh, we basically put him in our report for 10 pages. How does a mid-level advertising executive from the mid the middle of England, not even London, become the economic advisor to the ruling family of the UAE. We think he, there's intelligence involved, particularly because David Holton, one of his longtime business partners, was literally the head MI6 agent in Oman, right by the UAE. And My so, gosh. so what we have here is a likely intel asset for the United Kingdom brokering a deal between the Biden family and a Chinese oil conglomerate with CCP links. And that man is James Gillier. And so I reached out to Miranda and said, thank you for talking about him because he has been missing from this whole story, just like I reached out to Brad. And I said, you're hitting on something that very few people know about because I'm going through this laptop and I'm seeing all this stuff about Tiffany Bartholomew, Keith Abloh, and Brad and I just you know, clicked on that. And that's how Miranda and I clicked. And she's published our stories, meaning we we have five suspicious activity reports, Sarah, from a whistleblower. Um, and we have a subpoena from a whistleblower about the Biden business transactions. All those are on our website, marcopolousa.org. And so that's how that's that that's my answer. Miranda's done great work. Our missions are complementary, but we put the primary source documents from the laptop in our report. And wow, not okay. only that, Sarah, Garrett and his team have footnoted everything in excruciating detail. This wasn't just thrown together because he cut and pasted from the laptop. This was research, reading, uh, confirming, verifying, footnoting, and combining it so that it made somewhat sense if you went through it. Of course, you can't read it like a book. It's 640 pages of megadata. But the point I'm trying to make here for your audience, and it's very important, is that this is footnoted and verified. And the, the significance of each point carries throughout the dossier. 
So it's just, it's a treasure trove of information, what they've, um, Marco Polo and Garrett have assembled here. Well, it sounds like, Garrett, that this is enough to convict or to take this whole thing down. It's it's way bigger than Watergate. I mean, give me a break. And it, it you have the evidence. I mean, people talk about the big guy getting 10%. You have the evidence of what that is all from and what that means. Yes, we. it's a little bit of an interesting situation. This is where Tony Bobolinsky comes in. And Tony Bobolinsky, by the way, Brad mentioned we reached out to everybody. This was not just me. I'm just the public face of Marco Polo. There's six guys all together. Two of them are private investigators. One is an attorney, a retired attorney, who was an attorney for the Navy for decades. And then there's an accountant. So all of us are going towards this material. And every single person in this report, Sarah, that I have uh, – that I have shown has committed a crime and we list this literal statute in the, in the U S. Oh, perfect. We've asked for comment. So this isn't me. I have asked all now. I hardly ever get responses. Some of them involve a certain word that starts with an F. Okay. I'm sure. But we have, we've done our due diligence. We've asked ever. I called Keith Ablo. We talked for two hours. I, I, um, I peppered him on, one of the cases of sex trafficking, not with a not with a minor, but with a verified case of sex trafficking involving two Latino prostitutes, ages nineteen and twenty-four. I asked him if he had any knowledge of that because that went down at his guest home, um, called the Lodge, three Center Street, Newburyport, Massachusetts. It's a two-story yellow home. Anybody can go look it up on Google Earth. And so, this this whole this whole story is not my opinion. Obviously, people have a. Uh, there's been no left-wing outlet that has done a review on it, and I think the reason why they can get away with that is they're saying that I'm an operative. I'm not a partisan. I'm not a Republican, and so I'm begging for any left-wing writer to just give us a review. You know, if even if you, if it deals with spelling mistakes, I'll hear them out. But they don't really want to touch this because it's the primary source material. Because it's the real deal. They don't want to put. They don't want to give any light of day to it because then. Even if it's negative, because then people will go and look at it. Yeah, right. And they don't want people to look I'm at pepper. it. And that's that's how they do censorship. But being black on it, meaning give it no um, publicity at all, is ends up being better because they don't want anybody looking at it. Well, it's true. And I think what's going to happen is, you know, if you continue the lie, the lie gets worse. And that's what's happening. here. And this will come out whether they like it or not. And now that the media outlets are slowly starting to capitulate, CBS the other day did a sort of a half-assed piece. But my point here is, is that when you look at the story of Keith Ablo in conjunction with what Garrett has done, the very fact that when I, and I can say this openly because I talk about it, uh, I've talked about it before, that when I first went up and um, testified on Capitol Hill, two days later, two days later, Keith Ablo's home was raided by DEA agents with machine guns and shotguns and took out the laptop, the diary, and the notes. Everything that Keith Ablo wanted to become a whistleblower with has now been taken. Now, that was almost three years ago. And that's Where's a psychiatrist, the, right? I mean, his psychiatrist wanted to be a whistleblower. They came and they raided his house. After two days after I testified up on Capitol Hill. So I'm just trying to com um, connect the dots here. How is it possible? that just out of the blue, two days after I testify in Washington, D.C., 
in Boston, Mass, Newburyport, Mass. They raid Dr. Keith Apple's home and remove all the things that I provided to the uh, Senate. So what I'm trying to say here, and this is important that I get this out here, is that people understand, wait a minute. So if this was such a, a, a big event that the DEA had to come in with machine guns and shotguns and, and, and raid his home, well, then where's the indictment? That's right. Oh, that's right. It's a smokescreen. Sure. So we put that aside. So they get rid of that laptop. They try and get rid of this other laptop with the, the one that um, uh, Giuliani got and that Garrett certainly has. And there's certainly some other information that's floating around out there. But my point here is this, is that they've done everything. They've tried everything to try and muffle this. We just had Twitter executive the other day say, yeah, it was a mistake that we uh, suppressed that information about the Hunter Biden laptop. Okay, well, now that you're admitting it and we all know it, now we're going to turn up the heat and expose it even more. Why? Because you went out of your way to to stop our free speech. This is exactly what I'm saying and we've been talking about. So if you stop people's free speech, their First Amendment rights in this country, then that's a problem. And that's what Garrett and I have continually strive to do is bring out factual information, have a healthy debate and get to the heart of it. But the very fact that the DOJ and the FBI are politicized and they're protecting the first family, this is illegal. That's right. Okay. What did he have? What did the doctor have on him that he wanted to whistleblow about? Well, this is the thing. This, this was a very, this is a very good question. Now think about, about it logically i was living um, at my home in malta which is halfway around the world and i got a phone call to from a friend of keith ablos to come to newburyport he had a whistleblower and i said well what does he do and he said well he's a psychiatrist i said look i don't have time for this it's a waste of my time but then he says it was hunter biden's psychiatrist i said you got to be joking and he said hunter lived with him for three months and they had sex parties and drugs and you can only imagine imagine and i said you've got to be joking i said i'll come next week so i flew to boston and ultimately after two missed meetings by keith we walt and i went directly to dr keith ablo's home in newburyport mass and sat in his dining room i gave him a copy of my book and we had a nice little banter but it was a very unusual feeling because one dr keith ablo had been divorced and two, he had lost his license to practice medicine in Massachusetts because of some transgressions. And you can read about that. There was a New York Times piece about that. But the point being is we sat there and I said, well, what can I do for it? This is my book. I'm a whistleblower. I know the process. I know the lawyers who can help you. I'll assist you. And he says, well, I'd like you to just, you know, buy my whistleblowing claim. I said, it doesn't work this way. The way in which it works is, you know, we'll vet your claim. We'll see what you have. And ultimately, without him in to everything, he admitted he had the Hunter Biden laptop, his diary, and his notes there in that house that we were sitting. He, of course he did. He was a psychiatrist. Of course he did. He lived with him for three months. Hunter forgot it. Yeah. Hunter forgot it. It's part of his Hunter pattern. For- yes. Exactly. So this is different from the one he dropped off. And this is exactly what Garrett says. So this is where Garrett's story and my story align perfectly, because now what we're saying is, wait a minute, there's a second laptop, but there's a gentleman here who has firsthand exculpatory evidence about crimes. Now, I can tell you right now, I'm not a lawyer, but you cannot repeat, you cannot hide crimes if you're a clergy, a doctor or a lawyer, if you know a crime has been committed. It is against the law. 
Keith kept arguing with me. He said, oh, well, I'll never divulge my clients' information. I said, Keith, you're fresh out of friends. That's not the way it works. If you know crimes have been committed, you must come forward and report them. That's why you want to be a whistleblower. Or did you just want to whistleblow and tell me about how um, Hunter Biden makes chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> so it's what did new... he did he did he disclose anything that was well that we didn't he... go ahead? Well, he didn't get into particular details. As I said, he wanted to be a whistleblower, but we knew from Walt, the, the man who introduced me to him, who knew another gentleman who knew Dr. Adlow. So there was a few people there that brought this together. But he, I mean, ask yourself this, why does a psychiatrist for Hunter Biden want to be a whistleblower? Because he wants to tell us about um, his, um, his sport activities or his travel agenda? No, illegal conduct to get paid for it. That's what whistleblowing is all about, exposing waste, fraud and corruption. Okay, so the very fact I came 8,000 miles to come and see this guy, and he knew my story, I gave him my book, and we went through it, and he had all this information on Hunter Biden, which we later found out through Garrett in the laptop, is voluminous, to say the least. Probably. So, yeah, and, 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 and so it's, it's come full circle here. I, Without Garrett knowing, this other um, quality um, person, Keith Ablow, supports everything Garrett is saying, as well as Bobulinski and the Morgan Stanley whistleblower that's blown the whistle on the, the Biden family. $800 million of illegal movements, $800 million. The, 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 the whistleblower at J.P. Morgan in New York City quits his job, files an IRS and an SEC whistleblowing claim under the pains and penalties of perjury because he's got nothing better to do. That's right. Okay, so let's. what does it say about the collusion with China? Because Tim and Russia, it sounds like they are blackmailed to the hilt from China. Did you find that in the laptop, that there's blackmail opportunities against the Bidens and the CCP has that ability? Absolutely. Just based on the personal identifiable information that is on the laptop, the social security numbers of every single member of the first family are on this device and it could be held for any type of ransom. I'm not privy to the exact details of what Xi is planning, but I do know that any sophisticated intelligence agency um, that has been privy to a copy of this laptop would have the personal identifiable information of the entire first family along with uh, secrets that, but for our report, wouldn't have came out. Uh, drug addiction, sex addiction, etc. And one of them relates to two words, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, but that Keith does know, and he knows a lot more about this, but I remember two words, Monkey Island. And Monkey yes. Island is a LNG port down at, at the, at the, uh, in, it's in the, it's in the Gulf, it's at the corner of Mississippi and Louisiana. And this is a port that they try to secure a deal whereby American natural gas would be given preferential access to CEFC China. That is what Hunter Biden and James Biden and Joe Biden were doing. And we can prove it because there are invoices, communications, and plans with an American attorney, um, John Singletary, and then an American executive uh, who I hope and pray come forward as whistleblowers. But Keith knew about that. That's my point. He knows about it. And just to add to what Garrett said, that is exactly correct. I was shocked because I sat in his dining room, Dr. Keith Ablow's dining room in Newburyport, Massachusetts, with Walt Pavel present. And I said, what, what is Monkey Island? What the hell is this? I have no idea what Monkey Island is. 
Louisiana. So then I started to research it when we left there. And Keith said, you should look at this. And we started looking at it. And we looked at it. And it's exactly what Garrett just said. This was a, a means of China extracting our plentiful natural gas through this LNG um, port. And you can go look at it now. Just Google it. Monkey wow. Island, Louisiana. It's a I, I was, clear I was floored. Cut. Are a violation. Paul Manafort got put into federal prison for this. It Hunter and his uncle James are walking FARA violations. And Joe, according to Hunter, this is Tony Bobolinsky's material, and he did provide us with all of his material, which we put in this report. Uh, Hunter's chairman is Joe. In fact, Hunter calls Joe his chairman. There was a dispute between Hunter and Tony. You probably know about this, Sarah. Yeah. Or said, well, my chairman doesn't agree with this course of action. And he was talking about Joe. And how do we know that? Because Hunter's business partner, Rob Walker, tells Tony that he said, Hunter is talking about Joe when he refers to my chairman because everything's in coded language. So what does this mean? This means that Hunter, his uncle Jimmy, and Joe Biden were engaged in a conspiracy to violate the Foreign Agent Registration Act, uh, 22 U.S.C. 612 in the Southern District of New York, and then also the District of Louisiana. And this is blatant, and we lay it all out. And I would love for somebody to debunk the exhibits we put in our report about this. Well, and there's... And you, Go ahead. You can add one other thing to what Garrett just said. It's called RICO, criminal RICO, because you have more than two people who are engaged in criminal conduct with a foreign entity, a foreign government. So... I mean, get get some DOJ um, clown up here to tell us what we're wrong, and I'll go home and take my ball and go home. But no, we're right because we know what we're talking about. The fact of the matter is the DOJ and the FBI will not pursue this because this goes right to the top. This is this is Watergate 101, 102, 103, 104. On steroids. 105, on steroids. And this, this is the most despicable things that are going on here. So we, we have a whole group of people in total denial, the media, the FBI, the DOJ, the State Department, the White House. When everyone denies it, when something like this is denied, that means there's credibility, there's smoke where there's fire. And all you have to do is talk to Keith Ablo, Tony Bobolinsky, read Garrett's uh, dossier, and game's over. Game that, over. That's right. Okay. Well, we have all this sensationalism that's going on with, you know, his drug addiction, which people feel sorry for someone who's addicted to drugs, the, the prostitutes. Okay. Whatever. But there's human trafficking, there's younger underage girls, and then there is selling government and national assets that undermines the country at large. You're talking about natural gas I mean, we're talking big picture stuff here. Yeah, they have flaws in their character, but is there more when it comes to the the human trafficking with underage kids? And is there more, because um, natural gas is enough to take them down, but is there more with collusion with the Russian government or oligarchs and with China? Very good question. Our report is laid out into three main sections, business-related crimes, drug-related crimes, and sex-related crimes. Very simply, Hunter committed far violations with with prince foreign principals from six different countries: China, Ukraine, Romania, which Brad knows a lot about, Mexico, 
in Serbia. And so it, with the assistance of his father using Air Force Two, a government plane all laid out, all laid out as Garrett lays out. Just want to make sure that his father yeah. was critical. He was oh. complicit in those crimes because he aided and abetted his son in these transactions in 27 different meetings. Wow. That's okay. And by the way, one one thing about the the underage girl, Keith knows about this. We actually have on we ha, we we allege that Keith committed one state level offense, and I would love for him to get into an argument with me about this because there's so much material supporting my claim. Keith Abloh was told by both Hallie Biden and Hunter Biden that Hallie thought that Hunter was sexually inappropriate with. Uh, his 14-year-old niece. And so while there's no evidence on the laptop of penetration between Hunter and underage girls, there is a conspiracy not to file mandated reporter claims. And we have Joe Biden on this, Jill Biden, Keith Abloh, and Carly Dolan, who is a California-based psychiatrist. You know, there are things that Keith can't divulge, but if there is if there is an admission, just like with the Catholic priest scandal of sexual molestation, and remember, these aren't my words, these aren't my claims. We just put the text messages and emails in there. Uh, Hallie said that Hunter was, quote, sexually inappropriate with his niece, and he was, quote, walking around naked, smoking crack, masturbating, and watching porn in front of the 14-year-old girl. So what we know for sure, a conservative claim for all your listeners, because we've gotten a lot of we got a lot on this because, you know, there were some false claims put out by a Chinese operative that there are that there were like 10 year old girls being raped on the laptop. The copy of the laptop that I have does not contain that. But what I think is is egregious is that we have the sitting president of the United States didn't take to law enforcement claims from his own daughter in law. That his niece was being sexual, that his son was being sexually inappropriate with his fourteen-year-old niece. That is verified, and so you know, and that's criminal. That is criminal. Did you look through Ashley Biden's diary where she talks about her dad being inappropriate with her when she was underage? We are the only group in the United States to transcribe that diary. Eli on my team spent three months transcribing 112 pages because they were chicken scratches. They looked like a physician's handwriting because, unfortunately, Ashley was on cocaine as well, too, although we have no evidence that she did crack. She did powder. Hunter did crack, ironically, because Joe put mandatory minimums on that. But Ashley's diaries on our website, marcopolousa.org. And the reason why we include it is the reason why we're doing this report. And we did it is because it's about Joe. Ashley says, quote, I think so. When she asked herself if she was molested, we are in active litigation right now. This is news with the state of Pennsylvania over a lien that they issued on a company called Woolzak Investment Corp. Because that last name, that surname, Woolzak, features in Ashley Biden's diary, which and she thinks it's where she was molested as a child, but she can't for sure remember. So she said she, quote, took not appropriate showers with her dad, and she was, quote, wiped until too late in the game. I don't know what that means. I don't have a daughter. I only have sons. <laughs> so I don't she know. Was what... wiped she until was wiped? Too... Wiped until too late in the game. Those are her words, again, not mine. And the reason sure. why it was not to <clears throat> poke fun at a 38 year old sex addict and drug addict who clearly has issues but it, it uh, his own daughter implicates the sitting president that he that he did something inappropriate with his daughter in the shower and i have never heard of anybody in my life obviously taking a shower with their daughter if they're a dad that's just not what you do unless they're a baby 
you yeah. know, babies and stuff. Yeah. Or maybe but the mother beyond that. Maybe yeah, the mother you typically like this. Well, and a baby, you, you, you have to, <laughs> when you, when you're parents, you need help. You can't just, the mom doesn't just do everything. And so the dad goes in there and it takes showers with the baby to get them clean and stuff. But after they're older, I, it's a well, difference. yeah, she's clearly, she's clearly recalling memories. And wh why I mentioned that we're in active litigation is because we can't find the beneficial, we can't find the names of the beneficial owners of this company. Uh, through open source. We have had two PIs. We can't find it because they went through a registered agent. And so what we want to know is the names of this because they were put on the Leon and it matches the name feature in Ashley Biden's diary. So that will be an international story if Marco Polo is able to win that litigation with the Pennsylvania Office of Open Records. We have a lot of things in the fire and Brad and I are always excited. We're, we're excitable people because the world is such a carnival right now. <laughs> That's an well, understatement. And you know, Sarah, the thing about this is when we talk about this, we're, we're not playing a political card here. A lot of people will try and label that, and that's the only thing they can do. But I'm more of a transparent guy. I've exposed 19,000 millionaires and billionaires. They were Democrats and Republicans. I did the you whole thing. You were a Democrat back in the day, right? Well, I, I, I voted both sides, to be honest. I voted for Reagan. I, I, I voted for Clinton, I'll be honest. But I just, you know, when you're young and you, you get involved in politics, Sometimes you say, well, I like this person or I like that person. So I don't have any affinity to say, oh, I have to be this or I have to be this. But what That's I've right, seen yeah. recently and what I've seen uh, with respect to the UBS case and the way Hillary Clinton covered that up, uh, as well as destroying all of her, her information, which is quite remarkable that we have no investigation on her, but we have Donald Trump being investigated. Um, the fact is that what I did in conjunction with Keith Abloh, Tony Bobulinski, and uh, Garrett Ziegler, and many more things that we will come back on your show and talk about, Romania, Tanzania, Yemen. This family is corrupt to the core. And I can say that openly, and I challenge anyone to challenge me in an open forum so we can have witnesses and go through the facts, as Garrett has said. We need people to say, challenge us. And if you don't challenge us, as we always say in the legal profession, well, if you don't challenge it, then what I say is correct. Default judge. Yeah, because they're not challenging it. You know, it seems like they're really trying to sell out our natural resources. Hillary Clinton uh, sold our uranium to Russia, and now they're selling out our natural gas to China. It's They are undermining our national security by and our resources, our ability to be strong. And it seems that it's on purpose, or are they just that corrupt? And I guess Greedy. we don't know, right? Greedy. Well, well, we do know. Oh, we do know. Oh, trust me, I can I can tell you, Haiti as well. I mean, there's a whole litany with Hillary yeah, Clinton. I know. We don't want to get off the reservation. You have Joe Biden and, and his family, but it's the same um, game plan. The game plan is very uh, very simple. There's greed. They think they have this power and they can get away with it, and until they get caught. They say, oh, it's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal because it's not they're just selling breaking. us out. You're not just selling us out, but you're pocket you're 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 blinding your pockets. It's both. You're you're screwing the American taxpayer and you're benefiting, you're monetizing it for your own benefit. Remember, don't forget, when Hillary Clinton left the White House, ironically, she took all the China and some furniture. Um, Miss Clinton, uh, bring it back. It's not your property. People forgot about that. Yeah, she there's there's so much that they've done. There's so many crimes. The bigger crime here, and the reason we need to take it to get take this very seriously, is these other countries 
see it differently. They are trying to reduce America's power. They want to increase theirs and reduce ours. And by doing what they're doing, whether it's greed, stupidity, or in collusion with these guys, they're helping them with that goal. Well, I can tell you right now, all your audience has to do is go into Marco Polo, USA.org, order this 640-page Magna Carta, and read it. How much is that? 39 bucks for shipping. Okay. And shipping's okay. included. It'll be by Christmas. In fact, I'm flying down to Florida with the printers next week to package them all up. I'm signing each one. Uh, we're doing just an order of 3,000, and we're going to put it like the McRib at McDonald's. If we have more orders, eventually we'll, you know... But we're, it's been sent to all of Congress, Sarah. Nobody can claim to plausible deniability. Um, everybody has received this. The House Oversight Committees have received it. Um, obviously, in my personal capacity, even before I met Brad, I was talking to staffers. But we're really trying to get um, somebody to go help us go on the record about this. I would love for... Um, you know, Hunter's attorney has personally threatened me, Kevin Morris. He called this report, quote, a package of libel. That's what he, that's what he said. So Hunter's attorneys are definitely aware of our work. And it's... They won't it's, sue you. They're not going to yeah, sue you for libel. They, they said Kevin Morris threatened to bankrupt my parents and me. He said that uh, I need to be I, I need to pick out a outfit for jail. In fact, you can go to Daily Mail and read about this story. It's in a wild story because we honey potted him and fed him all this ridiculous information about Hunter. And uh, he gave us all their diagrams. And then we, we, we published it in the New York post and he was so furious. It was a whole what, it was a he, story. What an idiot. Okay. So now if he sues you for libel, then it gets out there. So he's not going to sue you. He's just going to smear you and blackmail you behind the scenes. Yeah. And oh. you know, go ahead, Brad. I was just going to say, let, let him do that. And I, I told Garrett to make sure you FedEx him a copy for Christmas for reading. Or Certified just send it to his office. Yeah, send it to all the people in his That's office. That's right. Do that for sure. Yeah. Oh, send it to the Biden family at the White House. We have. I've been blocked on iMessage by pretty much every member of the Biden family. So, Sarah, when I say we have the laptop, I mean, I'm a nerd. So I've gone through and made an Excel spreadsheet of all the contacts. So what do I do when the report was done? And it took me forever. I sent their support to literally everyone in the family. And guess what? When they blocked me on iMessage, I sent it to them on WhatsApp. And so it's like whack-a-mole. I've been blocked on Signal, WhatsApp, Telegram, and iMessage by Caroline Biden, Joe's niece, et cetera, et cetera. So they've seen it. That's what I want to say. Did anybody contact you back? Um, A couple of tangential business people to hunter not his family no his family i think is under strict orders to not engage with ziggler because there's nothing good that can come from it in their mind i think there would be a lot good a lot of good to come from it. because remember i asked them before i published so like there's an example of hunter and jeff cooper who i alluded to earlier on air force two going down to mexico and i said this is a clear fara violation because you weren't registered to advocate on behalf of carlos slim even though you're talking about bringing up issues to joe about carlos slim and Jeff Cooper, I gave him an opportunity to give me an alternative explanation. Explain how this email is not a FAR violation. And they won't do it. <laughs> so it. they can't. They can't. Now, I'm not being facetious when I ask it, but I think it's my, as a publisher of material, I think it's my duty to ask them for comment before the final report goes out. And so um, 
I have talked to Tiffany Bartholomew. She called me out of the blue um, after I reached out to her for comment. So she she reached out to me. She was the assistant to Keith Ablow. Brad and I know a lot about her. She is a um, she's an interesting character. I'll say it, to say the least. She too is interested in a monetary award. So you know, Brad can talk about this much more articulately than me. But not all whistleblowers are created equal. Some are very honorable and only you know and only want to be paid if they're if they're material produces right a conviction or a or or restitution on behalf of the united states and then others are just purely in it for themselves and that's what we've we've learned based on what we've said today sarah with keith ablo and tiffany bartholomew meaning they care about the truth but the truth's like number seven on their priorities it's like getting paid staying out of the news oh and then the united states and revealing the truth (laughs) (laughs) But they have a lot of truth that we want they to do. get at. And so we're telling the Congress people, and this is I've done this the work of the staff. The staffs at these committees shouldn't dislike me. They should love me, even though I can be in their mind combative, which is we're telling them you need to go subpoena this person. We're just a right. non yeah. that, that, Okay, well that's let me a, ask you. It's it's, a, ahead, it's a treasure map, Sarah. It, it, the treasure map that I've laid and Garrett's laid and Bobolinsky's laid. And Keith Adam below can lay is for the truth. Now, as he rightly pointed out, Garrett said, it's a money grab. Not just Keith Ablo and Tiffany, but Joe Jim and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. It's a money grab. This is what we're talking about here. This is why it's so so despicable what we're talking about, because it must be exposed and prosecuted properly. Everyone's equal justice under law. Well, prove it to me. That's I haven't right. seen it. And that's and that's really how I end in my bit of this because we have so much more to tell you and we'll have to come back on this. But yes. we have we're so delighted that we're able to be on your show, but also for your audience to understand the facts, whether they're Democrat or Republican, is not the issue. Because if you were put in this position one day, would, would you give preferential treatment to break the law and benefit and screw the taxpayer? No, that's yeah. not right, and that's what we're going to stop. Well, we're going to have to we're going to have to definitely get you back. We'll probably do a series because this is really important information. But what I want to ask you, too, is what do you think of the people who are blocking this information? Are they committing treason against the United States? I mean, the media. Uh, and, and what about these lawmakers that are not interested in even doing anything, both both on the Democrat and Republican side? Well, I think Garrett can certainly elaborate on this as well. Uh, my my gut instinct is it, it's so far-reaching and it's so controversial and so damning, um, and it affects a lot of people, not just Democrats but Republicans, obviously, because someone's getting paid here and benefiting lawyers, accountants, just money on offshore accounts and so forth. So that's one side of it. The other side of it is people like, oh, this is just you know this is the way Washington works. No, this is not the way Washington works. The American people demand better. And the third thing is, is that we must make sure that we do not lower our our sights on the world um, um, vision of America, because we're being weakened by a Russia, by a China, by various other groups. We are at least. And if we if we don't stand up for this, well, well, we're just going to hand it over to them. And that's and that's unfortunately some people have that agenda. We turn a blind eye. It affects our friends. And, oh, geez, you know, we just, you know, we don't care. We want to bring us down. And that that's very sad. 
what do you think, Garrett, now that, you know, based on that, I mean, that was very well said, by the way, Brad, but what do you think, Garrett, on what it means to these people who are ignoring this information? Well, somebody yesterday on social media called me a hyperpartisan. That's laughable again, because I'm not a Republican. <laughs> Didn't even, I'm not registered as one. And so what this is, is in fact, Sarah, we talk about Republicans more in our report than Democrats. More Republicans signed the ridiculous October 19th, 2020 letter about all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation uh, than Democrats did. And so I think people are not wanting to expose this because it's going to touch back to them. And BidenLaptopEmails.com, which we put out in May, is 128,000 emails from this laptop. We released all the emails that we have in our possession, <laughs> which is pretty incredible. And people are implicated on both sides. And so the most I can do is once we send it certified mail, put their signature online uh, and make sure that they are – we want them to do the right thing without prodding, Sarah, but I promise you that we are going to prod within the law. And I'm, I've, I have carpet bombed this report to everybody in their family. And I've sent it via iMessage, so they can't just say, oh, I don't check my email. No, 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 no. You receive this report as a text message, and I can show you where you did. So I'm just going to keep prodding them and see if they act. And, and you know, just on an on a, on a ended note here, I would just say to some older folks who may listen to your program, older, when I'm talking, say, 60, 70, 80 years old, if 63 years ago we can kill the president of the United States in Dallas, Texas, and still not know who did it, well, we do, but go ahead. We got a, <laughs> we, we got a problem. That's In right. broad daylight, the president of the United States gets murdered, and we come up with all these shenanigans. Oh, it was Oswald, which is a farce, and this and that and so forth. See, that's what I'm saying. Take that as an example, sad example, unfortunately, but an example of the way in which the media didn't really delve into it. The CAA blocked people. People got murdered. The whole situation was a, a fiasco, this this supreme this um the report the Warren Commission that was that was a white a joke a joke and we know it now so that's why we're looking at this Joe Biden Jill Biden Hunter Biden Jim Biden all these clowns and say no we're not going to wait sixty years to uncover this we're doing it now let's do it for real because our country's in real bad shape we have to move now. We don't, well, they're taking down our country fast and furious. I have two questions before we end this. First of all, what are you doing to stay safe? Just well, armed. I'm going to send you a copy of this report, by the way. I'd uh, love that. Well armed and don't do stupid things. Exactly. And getting that public, right? I mean, yeah, the report no, speaks for itself. They would accomplish absolutely nothing by hurting me in any way. That's right. Everybody on Marco, everybody in our nonprofit, uh, it's really an open source intelligence collective. That's what it is. Everybody has what I have. It, there's no benefit to them knocking me out because information it just point back to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if anything, it'll, it'll put a it'll put a spotlight on this. And I think Garrett's correct. The, the information is has been disseminated, yeah. and more's coming out, and more people are coming forward. This is what we wanted, is more whistleblowers, more informants, more people to say, hey, do the right thing and, and come forward because this is our country and this is the way justice should work. Equal justice and all, period. That's right. And the last thing, tell us again where they can get a copy of that. And does that help you? Are you taking donations or does selling the book help you with this cause? Yes, we. Uh, the, the website is marcopolousa.org. And 
we are um, selling 3,000 copies. 1,000 have already been sold, and we launched the link 36 hours ago. And so they can go to Marco. We expect them to be done by Tuesday, all the copies. Oh, I better get this out soon then. I'm okay. Sending, I'm, sending, I'm, I'm sending you a copy, uh, U.S. Media Mail. And Perfect. if we if we have another segment, you can – there's something about a physical copy. You know, all when the Congress, uh, when the congressional staff received this, they it's three pounds fourteen ounces. So you could almost knock somebody out with it. Um, but it's it's all there for you. It's in plain every every footnote. We archived each and every URL, Sarah, through two thousand and twenty of them. So that wow. means that somebody can't go in and four hundred four the link. So if we, you know, footnote sixteen twenty five is about um, Jim Helminski, who's a former Secret Service agent lackey for Joe. If he wants to go delete this bio of himself online, it doesn't matter because that bio has been archived. That's very useful. But that's it. And it's, I think you see, um, Sarah, the extent of this book, this dossier will be critical for people to read, to pass on, whether you're an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor, a layperson, it doesn't matter. It's the truth. And that's what we want to get out, the truth. And you're going to need more than 3,000 copies of this, I have a feeling. And thank you so much for coming. I, Brad, I know you have a flight that you have to catch, and we need to get you guys back on. And thank you for being American heroes and having the courage to do what's right. There's such a lack of courage out there right now. And so I hope people can take your leadership, your example of courage, and follow, because that's what we need. Sometimes it just takes the courage to do what's right. Well, we hope it motivates others. And you're absolutely correct, Sarah. Um, thank you so much for having us on your show. God bless to all your audience and uh, happy holidays. <laughs>